It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Friday, January 7th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. You're kind of uh, laying low this weekend, hey, Shauna? I sure am. You got a trip booked next weekend and you don't want to test positive for anything before it? I am going on a cat skiing trip and it is uh, a lot of money. It's kind of a bucket list trip that I've paid for. And if anything happens between now and then and I can't go, I'm out all that money. So yeah. I'm not going to risk it. I am going to hide in full-out hibernation up until this trip now. So I know. I know what you mean. Like, at this point, I'm, like I said, I'm vaccinated and had COVID and I'm not worried about getting it. I just really don't want to have to quarantine again. No. Even with the quarantine period down to five days. Yeah. Had enough time inside. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I'm just going to hide out and lay low and... Yeah, it's scary because right now it's just like... It's everybody. Ev- like 40, 40% of people almost are testing positive. So yeah. a, lot, a, big, yeah. a lot of people around you. So I'm going to just tie it out. Yep. Probably not a bad idea. Mm. Today on the show, we're going to talk about what we're grateful for. Uh, a word that's diff- that differs depending on where you are. We're going to talk about a conspiracy that I have involving one of the social media platforms. A job we didn't know. Actually, two jobs that we didn't know existed. We're going to talk about our predictions for the upcoming year, mm-hmm. our bold predictions for what 2022 is going to look like. But first... The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I heard somebody say it's darkest before the dawn recently, which, I mean, it's a lovely saying, meant to be encouraging, right? Meaning things often seem at their worst before they get better. But then I really got thinking about the literal sense of the saying and how wrong it is. It is not darkest before the dawn. No, it isn't, is it's it? It's darkest at midnight, <laughs> in the middle of the night. It... Then slowly gets lighter, (laughs) closer to dawn. So this whole saying is stupid, okay? It's stupid. Also... It's not encouraging when you think about it. It's It's not. Well, you're in your darkest time now, but really you're about halfway through. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It has the opposite effect, It's stupid. Everything you've been through, you have at at least that still to come. Yeah, right? Okay, you've got... You're halfway through. You've got a long ways to go, but at least you've made it this far, but you've still got (laughs) this again, okay, to go through once again. So if it sucks right now, it's it's double that, and then you're good. Also, the dawn? Why does it... Why is it... It's always darkest before the dawn. We don't ever say the dawn in any other, like, way. Yeah, dawn is like... It's time of day. It'd be like saying the midnight. We don't say we're working the dawn until the dusk, you know? I woke up before the dawn. No one said... So why is the the even in this saying? Yeah. Who came up with this? And it's... It's so cliche at this point. It's even in like... It's in that Florence and the Machines song, Shake It Out, right? Mm -hmm. She says it's always darkest before the dawn. The dawn. Nope. Take out the the. All right? And then it's not, though. So actually erase the whole saying from our vocabulary. Yeah. No, and next time I hear it, I'm going to be mad now. Yep. Next time someone's, I'm going to be that guy I'm when sorry. someone's like, I'm sorry to well, ruin this know, for you. It's always darkest before that. I'm gonna be, actually, it's, no, it's incorrect. I was thinking about this yesterday and was getting continually an- more angry <laughs> Good, as I, I was thinking about it. I was like, the, actually, you know what? Hey, hold on. Bunch of hooey. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I thought this could be kind of a fun exercise, Shauna, and I thought maybe we could do it in two parts. Okay. Um, can we make predictions for the upcoming year? Ooh. Things we think is gonna are going to happen in 2022. Okay, yeah. And then at the end of the year, we can either revisit these and see how we did, or if we were way off, we'll just never mention it again. And Whatever we'll just, do you mean? <laughs> we didn't make predictions, but it's right here that. in your pocket. No, no, you're listening to You're crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so I have three. All right. I'm trying to be fairly optimistic about the upcoming year, so okay. I'm, I'm going to start with my negative one, and then I'll finish with two positive ones, and then we'll play a couple songs, and then we'll hear your predictions right. if that works. Sounds good. I think uh, at the end of this coming year, we're still going to be dealing with COVID. I think we're still going to probably be wearing masks. There will still be some restrictions in place. Mm-hmm. I know people are talking about how maybe Omicron is the way out, you know, if everybody builds some natural immunity. And I'm, I hope that's the case, but I think, like, there are going to be new variants. Yeah. And I think, like, with so much of the developing world unvaccinated, it's just bound to happen. And I also think that, like, even if things did improve drastically, I think some people have, they're not going to be able to relax. I think some people have scared themselves so badly Man, I with hope COVID not. that we're still going to be talking about it a year from now. Yeah. Um, so that's my negative one. Okay. Uh, on the positive side of things, I think uh, Alberta's economy is going to be strong this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any expertise to uh, Back like, that point up, to, but, but yep. the, people, the smart people who I listen to and who I trust seem very hopeful about the coming year. So, yep. And I know you can't really measure that, but I, I think like in a year's time, it's going to feel like there's more money I agree. floating around this province. So that's cool. Yep. And my last one, a uh, bit more of a moonshot, kind of literally, but I think... Uh, now that the James Webb Space Telescope is up, I think when that thing starts sending back some of its earliest images, there are going to be some pretty crazy revelations about you know the early universe and that. Because oh, when yeah. they first put, when they first put Hubble up and they they they, they toned they tuned Hubble's lenses, we basically found out that there that space is far more full of galaxies and stars than we ever thought it was, yeah. and it was quite a revelation at the time. So we're going to get more of that. I think we could be looking at some sort of scientific discovery like that from this new telescope, which would be super exciting. That so would be. Those yep. are my three predictions. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, you were talking about COVID. I agree. I think COVID will still exist, although I think it's going to be treated more like a cold. I think quarantining for five days is going to be gone. I think if you don't exhibit serious symptoms, you will be allowed to go back to work. So I think that okay. kind of stuff is going to end. I think it's going to, just because we have so many shortages and stuff right now, we're going to have to continue on life a little more normally than what's happening right now. Are we still going to be testing and stuff a year from now? That's the thing. I think testing is going to be far less. Okay. Uh, And yeah, they're going to have to loosen some of that. I also think, as you kind of touched on earlier, I think there's going to be a healthy rebound in, in oil prices for the province, which is going to be great. And with that, though, I think there's going to be a lot of um, electric vehicle Oh. revelations that are going to come down. I think we're like, going to... Like people are going to buy electric vehicles? Yeah, and I think there's going to be some more technologies introduced involving electric vehicles, and I think that's going to just... There's going to be a lot more advancements in that in the coming year that we're going to see. Well, just in the last week, like Chevy announced the first ele- fully electric Silverado, and GMC did with, uh, I think, the Sierra Denali, too. Oh, so a week late on that prediction. There, no, but if you so. didn't see it, I mean, you're, you're on the right track. Yeah, so I think that's going to be fun. I also think there's going to be a focus on workers' rights. I think that workers may regain a little more power, and we're going to have a second look about minimum wages and underpaying employees is okay. going to be a little bit harder. And I think employees are actually going to get a little more power back from what has been happening because I feel like employers have been in big power and employees haven't had a ton of that. And I think we're going to, that's going to all be revisited. Well, you're even starting to see it again, like with, you know, like the meat packing plants in the province mm-hmm. and stuff and how the workers are 
fighting for better worker condition, working conditions for themselves. Yep. So I could see that. Well, as a lot of people we've talked about have been shifting out of these, you know, um, lower paying jobs and more into higher paying jobs or going from blue collar more to white collar. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of the start of it. And I think these employees who've been like, oh, no, we can just pay minimum wages and people are going to work no matter what. And I think that that's going to have to be challenged and will be challenged throughout the next year. So you're going to see a bit of a labor revolution, you think? Uh, a little bit of that, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, those are our predictions. Those are our predictions. For the year. And uh, at the end of the year, if we're correct, we're going to gloat. And, and if, if we're not, wrong, you'll never hear about this again. You know what word I, I find kind of funny, Beckler? Hmm. The word phenom. 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 And I, I find it's used predominantly to talk about young athletes. Like I saw an article recently talking about Connor Bedard, and they were describing him as, as the 16-year-old phenom. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking about this. In fact, I Googled the word phenom to back this up, and all the news articles that popped up were about young athletes. The first several were about swimming, about <laughs> Carmel's new swim phenom. Swimming phenom Thomas Haleman breaks 13 records. Then an article about Sudbury Dunk phenom. An article about an 18-year-old football phenom Ricardo Pepe. Phenom is for athletes. Prodigy is for good young musicians. Mm. If you're a good young musician, they'll call you a prodigy. Okay. If you're a good young athlete, they'll call you a phenom. So every different profession has their own. I, I don't know. Like, but I also like, I've never heard anybody say phenom out loud. Like, have you ever? No, it's oh, usually written. He's a real, he's a real phenom. I'll, like I've never. He is a phenom. Right. Let me tell you. No one has said that out loud. So what, what is it about that word? The word's losing meaning to me now because we've said it so many times. It's phenom. It's phenom. also, what does it even mean? Is it just short for phenomenal? Yeah. But we don't do but, that with other descriptors like that. It's like the root word of it, I think. Like, I don't say, so, instead of incredible, I don't say, oh, yeah, that's incred, you know, like, well, that's real. Yeah, because I don't think it's the root word of it. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose so. Phenom, though, it's just a weird one. It is a weird one. The other one that's, and this is somewhat related, but it's really crept into the hockey world, is referring to the best player of his age as a generational talent. Mm, yeah, that's a, a good one. Connor McDavid is a generational talent. Great buzzword. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like people throw it around like it's always been part of of hockey lexicon, you know? Yeah. Sidney Crosby was a generational talent, even though Ovechkin was drafted right around the same time. And Yeah. So I don't know what that really means. Why? Gen- he's a generational talent. Who pi- who picks these? He's a like, phenom. Who, who gets to come up with that? Like, yeah, oh, we're going to... Phenom. The That's the one. That's the one for this year. <laughs> yeah, y- but young athletes only. Phenoms. Phenoms. Okay? If you get past a certain age, you're no longer a phenom. Get, look at all these phenoms here. I'm going to start using it in, in regular ter- terms, too, as well. That'll weird people out, I, I think. You're a real phenom. <laughs> I'm too old to be a phenom. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was reading this article about how after the OnlyFans like, got so popular, a, another cottage industry has popped up around it. Oh, interesting. And that is OnlyFans Consultant. Okay. So there are consultants for OnlyFans models now. And this article was talking mostly about this one woman who she started as a phone sex worker like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then she started giving advice to other women working in that industry. And then when OnlyFans came along, she had all this like knowledge. So now she has a consultant business. Makes sense. And they'll tell you everything from like how to title your posts and when to post and what like what your video length should be, content, that sort of thing. But then even like search engine optimization, how to... I mean, if you have the knowledge, you might as well capitalize on it, right? 
Yeah, and there is money to be made in that business. Oh, like yeah. OnlyFans, I think last year paid five billion dollars out to their models. Wow! So if you have you know the marketing knowledge to get these pages bigger, there would be some serious, serious money there. Some coin to be made. But when I first heard that, I was like, "Well, OnlyFans consultant." Basically, what I heard was a content expert, and I was like, "Well, that could really be any of us." I, I could, mean, that would I could be a blast. That. I could, I could tell you. What's good and what's not, mm-hmm. right? Kind of like a producer, yeah. It's, yeah, but for... Like fans producer. But for skin flicks, for internet skin flicks. Yeah. Like, I would say, you lead with a shot of your tub thumper. Yeah. And then you slowly give them a peek at your lazy Susan. <laughs> kind of zoom in on your pocket finch and then pan over to a real good shot of that wind mitten there. <laughs> so you're going to tease them a bit, right? You're going to show them your... You're going to show them your rice cooker, and then when they're not ready, bam, Snapdragon. Where's hair and makeup, okay? You you need to powder up his Flapdragon a little more. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, I learned of a new profession yesterday. We were talking a little bit about pens, and then I got nerding out deeper about pens, and this profession is one that fixes fancy pens. So if you buy a really nice fountain pen, they have a nib on the end that can get damaged. So there are people whose full-time gig it is to, is to fix these nibs. To fix that. The name that of, is so specialized. It is the most That's... specialized thing I've heard of in a long time. The name of this profession, a nibmeister. <laughs> I kid you not. Is that the is that the actual name for the tip of a pen? Uh and the is nib? a nib. Yeah. So these, and you're a nibmeister. You're a nibmeister if you do this. Apparently there's very few nibmeisters within Canada. There's one that's quite well known in Toronto. Uh he works at the Toronto Pen Company and he is a I was going to say, there can't be a bunch of those kicking around. No like one I, Dibmeister. I've no. never needed a pen fixed. Mm-mm. I mean, there are some professions where they actually use these pens a little more than, for example, us. Like, I, I don't, honestly, I hardly use pens at all <laughs> yeah. anymore. But Man, I look around and I wonder how there are many so many shoe replace, pair replaces in business. It's so many true. cobblers. Yeah. But I have used a shoe repair place in the past. I've yeah. never used a... A Nibmeister. A Nibmeister. It's hard to even say. It's so silly. The Nibmeister sounds like a nickname a nerdy kid in high school gave himself trying to prove he's good in bed. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I envision when I hear Nibmeister. Hey, ladies. Just call me the Nibmeister. (laughs) You're talking to the Nibmeister. Nope. Nope. That's what that sounds like. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Friend of the show, Mel, or Mal, sorry, sent us uh, an etymology about that. Basically, that Meister is the German word for master. Which, which I knew. Yeah, and I'd I forgotten, mean, but I think I remember that from when we talked about Jägermeister. Yeah, and even it, like Maestro, like the, all of those yeah. that are there's very close. But it doesn't matter to me because we don't use that term commonly when we're talking about professions, so it's still just as funny to me. Right. But we could start using it again, whatever your occupation is. I know, Radio Meister. Right. Couple of radio meisters over here. Bunch of, it sounds just—it sounds like shyster, you know, like radio troublemakers. Is shyster kind of a term that you're allowed to use anymore? I always thought it was—that was to do with shit, basically. Another way, what? What you're is? You're thinking of shiza. Well, yes, but shyster is someone who rips someone off, isn't it, or someone who's a bit uh, shady? Let's see, shyster, disreputable, deceptive methods of business. Yeah. Okay. Never mind, I didn't know if there was some, like, racial... Okay, here it is. Various false etymologies have suggested an anti-Semitic origin, possibly associated with the character of Shylock from Shakespeare's The Merchant of Venice, but there's no clear evidence for this. So that's why, I I mean, that's when I hear that word, I was like, oh, is is that anti-Semitic? But nope, doesn't look like it is. So, my apologies. Sylvester Shyster was a Walt Disney cartoon character in 1930. He was a disbarred attorney who schemes to deprive Minnie Mouse of her inheritance. Wow. Mm. 
So he was, in fact, a shyster. He was a shyster. VNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The VNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Beckler oh, along with Shauna. An early one. Do you have your phone handy, Shauna? I do. And you have TikTok on your phone, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a TikTok conspiracy, and I'll need you to open your TikTok app for me. Okay. Uh, and if you don't have TikTok or understand how it works, that's okay. I think you'll still be able to follow this. I believe that TikTok is auto-following popular accounts or accounts that they want to promote. Okay, they're so they're forcing you to follow. They're just so taking, they're just randomly making you follow people that's you what haven't I think. followed. Okay, that's what I think. We can test this. Okay, so to understand this, all you need to know is that on TikTok there are basically two feeds of content that you can watch. One is the people that you follow, mm-hmm. and one is a feed of content selected for you by the algorithm. And I would guess more people spend more time on the second one yeah. on just what the algorithm is serving you up because there's some really good stuff on there. But whenever I flip over to the feed of the people that I follow, there are always accounts on there that I don't remember following. Hmm. And it's not like there's a button, like a quick button that you can bump for, you know, accidentally for a quick follow. You actually have to click on the person's profile and go to it and then click follow. So I'm like, I didn't make that mistake this many times. Wow. Which leads me to believe that the app is auto-following people on my behalf. Well, that is sneaky, isn't it? So here's the test. Open yep. up your, your TikTok app and go to your like your like the people you're following and see if there's any names on there of people that you don't remember following. Okay, these people I know. Yeah, this one I have not followed. Creating Wonders. <laughs> Never bothered to follow that one. A uh, couple I know. Yeah. It happens periodically. Like, I'll, I'll go back every once in a while, and there'll be new accounts that I'm following that I definitely did not click follow on. As for... That vegan babe didn't didn't follow <laughs> doesn't her. doesn't sound like you. That's weird. Very weird, hey? I know. This happens every time I go to my my list of people that I'm following. I'm like, I didn't follow you. They are auto-following people. Yeah. As for why they're doing this, I'm not totally sure. Like... TikTok is a, is a Chinese company, and yeah. they are not without controversy. No. But I'm wondering, like, is it to boost the profiles of their biggest accounts? Is it to, you know, so it looks like there are there are more people, yeah, are they like they're more on par with Instagram or... Wow. Because, you know, if, you, if they auto-follow big accounts and they're like, they can say this person has 20 million followers instead of 10, then maybe right. it looks more like, like they are as influential as they are on Instagram and therefore TikTok is as important to a profile. I don't know. I, that, that's just one theory, but they're definitely doing it. I just don't know why. Or they're in cahoots with those accounts and we're like, hey. like, Oh, you pay us. You pay us and we'll, and we'll boost you. We'll auto-follow you. Yeah, we'll toss you in some people's feeds. and. It's curious though. If you're a TikTok user, go on your app right now and see if you're following anyone you didn't remember following. Bruce? This is definitely happening. I just don't know why. Uh, on the plausibility scale, Shauna, how many shadow profiles out of 10 does this one get? I mean, we Man, improved it. Yeah, I'm going to give this one 17 shadow profiles out of 10. Higher. Higher. 20? 20. 20 Tw- shadow profiles. 20 <laughs> shadow profiles. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Do you call your evening meal supper or dinner, Beckler? I call it supper, mm. and I have been made fun of in the past for that. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a regional thing for sure. When I first moved to Edmonton, I said supper, and everyone's like, you said supper. Yeah, it's a Saskatchewan thing. <laughs> when I lived heck? in Saskatchewan, everybody said supper, okay? Will you sup with me? Will you sup? Here, it's some people still say supper, but I think it's based on, again, where you're from. Uh, in Ontario, I only knew dinner. I never knew that supper was even a thing. It was it was dinner. It was always dinner for, for the last meal of the day, not supper. I think you and I talked about this maybe a long time ago, but I it was weird because the older people in my family would refer to lunch as dinner. Yeah. Well, that's what I, that was going to be my next question is what do you call lunch? Because I call it lunch. Old school. But, that is the true old school way of thinking is that dinner is actually lunch and supper is the last meal of the, the day. And that is all very confusing to me. Didn't we look into this some at one point, though? It had something to do with, like, when the biggest meal of the day was eaten. Wasn't it like they would take a break on the farm and eat a huge meal in the middle of the day and then I have a know. rest and go back out? I thought we looked into that way back when. There's also people who think that dinner is tea. Mm. There's parts of the world that call dinner tea or right. the last meal of the day tea, which is even more confusing to me. Breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies. Yes. Lunch, dinner, supper. Then there's that, you know, the fantasy side of things where people just like excuses to eat meals all throughout the day. But I mean, it was the last supper with Jesus, right? It wasn't the last dinner. You're right. It, was, it wasn't at a fancy restaurant. It's very it was, true. Yeah, it's just so weird to hear that. I think the East Coast, some people on the East Coast also say supper. So it's like a, a Saskatchewan mm. thing, and then I don't know if it's Newfoundland or and somewhere biblical. that says supper as well, and then biblical, and then all the normal people say dinner. So I'm going to start referring to it as supping. No, that's something else. Are we going that's to stand up paddleboarding? Yeah, true. They've already We're claimed that sup. one. So, yeah. so I think supper at it first. We just don't say it anymore. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Will you sup with me? BNS in 20 minutes or less. So between all the COVID news again, Shauna, and the cold weather we've been having, although mm. we're coming out of it tomorrow by the looks of it. Yeah, um, we are. I figured we could do a what are you grateful for? Okay. Um, other, of course, other than the warm weather coming, of course. I was so, going to say that's a big one, the winter warm up. It is. Pretty excited for that. Mine's, uh, mine's really simple if I can go first. Yeah, I'm just grateful that my car started all week. <laughs> I didn't have it plugged in. I want to talk about it. I know. And hearing about what you went through with your battery, like my, my truck sat out in the street and started every day, not yeah. plugged in this week. So that was that was nice. To be fair, I left mine in an exposed parking lot for five days. So I have to say it's part my fault for sure. Um, on, on that note, I'd actually say I'd like to be grateful for the people who reached out to me to say that they could help me out. Yeah, there were lots of people who were like, hey, I got a battery for you. Or, yeah. hey, go here. This is where lots you Lots of people come. reached out after they heard or or they saw my tweet about it. And they were like, I could totally come and try and boost your car. So that was lovely, which I do find that about Canadians, especially in the cold weather or when we're dealing with adversity. Everybody just reaches out to help each other. For right? sure. Like, that's very cool. The other one, snow removal workers. I'd like yeah. to. Yeah. They have been working through the, like, I've seen so many out there. And when I was driving, I was driving uh, Highway 93 and through the mountains on the weekend. And there was so much dirt down and so many snow plows out and so much to make that travel safe for everybody because they obviously knew people were going to be traveling to and from for holidays. Mm -hmm. It was kind of the end of that. And it was, uh, there was clearly a lot of people who've been working real long hours yeah, to try and make things safe for us. So I wonder like how stressful that job is when you get weather like we've had. Yeah. Like, do you think they're just so so ready for it, so used to it, they just kind of like, all right, know. here we go, or is it like, is it a stressful time? I think it's probably pretty stressful. I think, uh, I mean, it's all hands on deck, and it's been consistently snowing, so it's not like these people have had a break. Like, I think they've been working pretty 
pretty consistently mm-hmm. for the last long while. Because every day when you wake up and there's another dusting on the ground, right? Like they're being called out. They have to work again. And yep. Make sure they get all their their bases covered. So uh, those people. That's, that's a nice one. Can I add one more? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, kids go back to school on Monday. They do. But the daycares and preschools and stuff have been open. So I'm very grateful for the people who run uh, our daycare and preschool because yeah. like McKenna's working now, so right. we would have been hooped without that. So that's a that's a big one. And as you well. got to think too that like though in in daycares and in preschools and stuff like I don't the little kids aren't masked. No. Nope. So like they and like you can't really keep your distance from a like a three year old. No. So I'm grateful for those people who have been right in the thick of it all along and have done a great yep. job. So yeah. Lots of grateful furs. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. This is another lesson, and Shauna is far too immature as an adult, so I thought that I'd pass this along to you. Uh, There's a parking garage at the grocery store I go to, and every time you go down to a parking level, it says the level out loud, right? But the lady's voice really kind of punches the P. So when you go down on the parking levels, it'll say, you know, P1 or P2, but she really kind of punches and she hesitates after the P and into the number. And every time I hear it, I chuckle because I'm a child. P1. I, like, <laughs> like, honestly, I recorded it for you so you can hear. Okay. P1. <laughs> like, first of all. I think that's funny too. Why is, why is there a delay in between like that? But also every time I hear it, I think P. I'm just like. P one. I wonder if the way it's programmed, she had recorded like P separately, and then probably the numbers, and then she also probably said the word level. Or, but it's uh, it's like why why would you you could correct this right? Like it's a new elevator, someone would hear that and want to correct it. No, it's funnier this way. I I much prefer this. P one. <laughs> I'm immature. I'm sorry. That's good. That's good. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.